know what we need? We need a radio show on the air, like maybe on Saturday nights, that talks about this kind of thing. Hi, Dr. Hoffman here. I want to let my listeners know about a brilliant Renaissance man named Dr. Arthur Perry. You want to talk to Arthur Perry? The best in plastic surgery. He's a distinguished, award-winning cosmetic surgeon trained at Harvard and Cornell with a practice in New York City on Fifth Avenue. Dr. Oz, are you there? I'm here, Arthur, and I want to get applaud you having worked with you on a book and numerous other activities. He's written numerous medical journal articles, and he's contributed to textbooks on plastic surgery. Your remarkable knowledge, but also your grace at delivering content, which is why it's been a blessing to have you on my show so many times. It's clear that when it comes to skin and aging, this doctor knows what he's talking about. John, the public wants to know. The public doesn't give a damn. <laughs> As a really, really gifted physician, uh, I want to pay you the, the highest tribute I can give to a surgeon, which is when people come to you, they don't come for an operation, they come for an opinion. And that's why I trust you with my uh, friends and relatives. When I was a resident at the University of Chicago, we had a... That made you smart. I didn't realize we were going to get the Michael Jordan of plastic surgeon. 90210 bows to this guy. On WABC... The great radio station reaching all the way from Maine to Virginia and even further. And you can become part of the WABC story, the family, by giving us a call at 800-848-9222. Write the number down. Give me a call early, 800-848-9222. Well, this is the show about you. This is the show about what you look like. Now, this isn't the show about heart disease and nutrition. No, this is, this is the plastic surgery show. And it's the show about skin care. And it's the show about beauty and, and how you look to yourself and to others. So if you have issues with wrinkles, this is the show to call. If you've got some jowls, if you've got those deep nasal labial folds, don't you love those words that we throw around the marionette lines? This is the show to call. If your brows sag, if your eyebrows sag, I want to hear from you. Yes, it's true. If your ears protrude, if your breasts are too small, if your hips have a little bit of extra fat and you just don't know what to do, you don't know where to start. Do you talk to a dermatologist? Do you talk to a plastic surgeon? Do you talk to your family doctor? Do you uh, fly down to Brazil? Well, we talk about all those topics on this show. This is What's Your Wrinkle right here on WABC. So once again, the phone number, 800-848-9222. And tonight, we're going to be giving away Clean Time. You know, we try and switch it up a bit. Clean Time is my soap. I have three patents on this soap. And you have to say, how on earth could you get a patent on a soap Soaps have been around for so long. Well, not mine and not anything like mine, according to the United States Patent Office. Uh, they were uh, so generous. We didn't just get one. We didn't get two. We have three patents now, really covering all aspects of, uh, of this soap. So why is my soap hopefully better than your soap? And I think it is. Well, first of all, it's the right pH. So when I say the word pH, I know many of your eyes glaze over. You remember that 11th, that was in New York, it was 10th grade, wasn't it, chemistry? You know, we took the Regents exams. You had to learn about pH and things like that, and your eyes glazed over, and you couldn't wait for Mr. Yaroshevsky's uh, class to end. Yeah, I uh, took chemistry up in Highland Falls, New York, which is about 50 miles north of the city. 
And, uh, and I loved chemistry, and chemistry has followed through with me for my entire career. I'm not only a plastic surgeon, but I am a chemist, and I have formulated my own skin creams. So pH, your skin should be 5.5. Your skin should be 5.5. What does that mean? Let's go back. Let's have a lesson in pH. Remember, the scale goes from 0 to 14, and 7 is water. It's right in the middle, and everything lower than that is acid. So lemon juice, somewhere 2 to 3, that's acid. Baking soda, somewhere 12, 11, that's alkaline. Well, while your body is slightly alkaline, your skin is acid. It's acidic. And the reason for that, and those of you who have listened to the show, you know the mantra, it's because bacteria and fungus, yeast, have a hard time living at a pH of 5.5, which is where your skin is. So why do you wash yourself? And I hope you do, because we live in a civilized society. You must wash. (laughs) Well, why do you wash yourself with something that's a pH of anywhere above 7? And 99% of the soaps out there start at 7. So so Dove actually is 7. But others, uh, you know, if you start looking at all the other soaps, Ivory and Irish Spring and Neutrogena and all those soaps, they're all way above 7, some of those as high as 11. I even saw one soap at 12. And what does that do to you? It changes the pH of your skin for up to six hours. And that means bacteria and, and yeast can grow. They can proliferate. And as if that's not bad enough that you have all these germs growing on your skin that your body could normally keep away, it actually gets worse because those germs set up housekeeping and they have little uh, colonies and they, uh, they wind up causing inflammation in your skin. So your skin gets a little bit red a little bit oily because oil is one of our defenses against bacteria and toxins and things. So we make more oil, our skin gets inflamed, and you get that syndrome that so many women come into my office. Every single day I see women that have the syndrome of slightly oily, slightly red, slightly inflamed skin. And we talk about toxicity of products, and you tell me, I've had this skin since I was a kid. You've also been using these toxins since you were a kid. And you might not have been using makeup at 12, although many women are, uh, but you've used the biggest toxin of them all, and that is soap. You put it on your skin, and you poison it. So clean time, that's what we're talking about now, and clean time is what you'll get if you give me a call and ask me some sort of legitimate question. Try and stump me. Don't try and be too cruel. I'm not a politician. Uh, the, f- the phone number here at WABC is 800-848-9222, 800-848-9222. So tonight we're going to be talking about some of the new things in plastic surgery. You know, a couple of weeks ago I was at the Los Angeles American Society of Plastic Surgeons meeting, our annual meeting there. We broadcast live from the show. And, uh, and there's an awful lot of new things that come out each year. Now, I've been uh, reading plastic surgery literature since I was a little boy. It's, uh, it's almost true. I started reading the plastic surgery literature when I was 17 years old. That is not a lie, unlike our politicians. That's not a lie. So 17, I was at Rutgers, and I used to take these study breaks from studying biology and calculus and chemistry and organic chemistry. My study break wasn't to go play video games. It was to look for interesting books on the shelf of the library at, uh, at Rutgers. And so I remember when I was just 17 finding a book uh, 
on plastic surgery, on rhinoplasty, on facelifts. It was fascinating. And it really got me very interested in plastic surgery. So I've been reading the literature really since 1974. Wow, begin to feel old, but I'm not old. Uh, so anyway, I've seen these new things come. I've seen them go. I've seen them come back. And it really is pretty remarkable. Uh, what, what distinguishes my field from cardiology or oncology or rheumatology is that when a company comes up with a product or someone comes up with a procedure, you know, it seems that they don't need to uh, get a lot of science behind it. What they do need to do and what they always do do is get a public relations firm. So nowadays, these uh, these new products are attached to fifty or a hundred thousand or a hundred fifty thousand dollar machines, or even more. I've seen lasers as high as two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. You could buy a house for the price of this laser, and uh, and what happens then is the companies they want to sell those things, and there's enormous profit in the laser. So they get the plastic surgeon, but better yet, they get on television. They get on the Today Show. They get on Good Morning America. They get on Dr. Oz. They get on any of those shows because you watch them, and the goal is for you to see this new whiz-bang procedure performed uh, by uh, I don't know who, uh, and then the next morning you're going to call your plastic surgeon. Do you have that laser? Do you have that machine? I saw it on Good Morning America yesterday. I saw it on Rachel Ray. I saw it wherever. And your plastic surgeon, after about five or ten of those phone calls, might just call the company and say, you know, maybe you could send one of your representatives to my office. Let's talk about this new machine. And that's how it all works. The science usually follows. And, and that is really true because many of these machines that are approved by the FDA are not approved for what you think they're approved for. They're approved for other things, and uh, they might be substantially similar, that's the wording of the FDA, to something that's already on the market and has have FDA approval. So these machines get approved even before they really get uh, a lot of science behind them. So we're going to talk a little bit about what I saw, what I learned at the American Society of Plastic Surgeons meeting tonight. You can become part of this show. Give us a call, 800-848-9222, 800-848-9222. By the way, if you're going in for a surgical procedure this week, if you're, let's say you're going to have a tummy tuck on Wednesday and you have some last-minute nagging questions, this is the show to call. Did your plastic surgeon give you those chlorhexidine towelettes to wash your body off before surgery twice? Did he or she do that? I hope so, because those little things, those $4 items, decrease the chance of infection from about 3.5% down to somewhere around 1%. So that's an enormous uh, improvement with just a very small thing, and that's what we want to do in plastic surgery. We want to keep your surgery as safe as possible. We want to do all the things to make it an uneventful experience for you. Nancy, what can I do for you? What's your wrinkle? How are you there, Nancy? Is uh, Mike, is Nancy there yet? Yes, here I am. Hello? I hear breathing. Okay. Go ahead, Nancy. <laughs> I'm not walking. I wanted to ask you about Thermage. For um, crepey skin. Okay. What's okay. your question? Oh, I wanted to know about Thermage for uh, crepey skin. <laughs> just a general, just throw it at me, the machine, yes. Well, I'll tell you about Thermage. Um, first, uh, I'm going to tell you that uh, 
I have looked at Thermage for almost about 10 years. That music says we've got to take a break. That means I'm going to answer your question after the break. 800-848-9222. We'll be right back. If you're over 30 and you really don't take care of your skin, you're in for a big surprise. Wrinkles, brown splotches, and rough skin are just around the corner. I'm plastic surgeon Dr. Arthur Perry, and I've created a one-step solution called Nighttime because I know that even celebrities won't stick to a complex program. Just massage in nighttime, and you'll notice smoother skin by morning. Keep on using it, and the appearance of wrinkles lessen. In a study, my skincare program reduced the appearance of wrinkles 21% in three months, and the signs of aging were reduced by over 50% in six months. My skincare is real, it's honest, and it's simple. And right now, WABC listeners can save $15 on a bottle of nighttime. Use the 77 code on drperrys.com, and nighttime is yours for $50. That's D-R-P-E-R-R-Y-S dot com or call 844-DR-PERRY. That's 844-D-R-P-E-R-R-Y. Experience the Care One difference today. They take care of a lot of very difficult cases there. People that can't be cared for other places come to Care One. A warm, inviting environment where your family will experience the highest quality care from highly skilled nurses all throughout New Jersey. I refer my patients to Care One because I know they're going to receive the care that they deserve, that I want my patients to have. Experience the Care One difference today. At first, I didn't want to come, and then I was glad I did because everybody's been so nice. They were so nice and even the food was good it's important for patients to be in an environment where quality is such a high priority they care about you all the way caring for a patient taking care of their needs easing their pain this is the place to be experience the care one difference call 1-877-99-CARE-1 that's 1-877-99-22731 and tell them wabc sent you or log on to care-one.com that's care-one.com This is plastic surgeon Dr. Arthur Perry. Ladies, have you had an aging spurt? You know what that is. All of a sudden, you see wrinkles and sagging eyelids and, oh my goodness, jowls. Almost overnight, you look older. I tackle aging spurts with eyelid and facelifts and office procedures like Botox, peels, and Ulthera. And I creatively use wrinkle filler to help bring back your natural beauty without distorting your features. Let's sit down and spend an hour together. I'll design a program that can help restore your appearance and one that's within your budget. My offices are on 57th Street, just off of 5th Avenue, and in Somerset, New Jersey. Schedule a consultation by calling 212-753-1820. That's 212-753-1820. And check me out on the web at periplasticsurgery.com. That's periplasticsurgery.com. And don't forget to listen to me, Dr. Arthur Perry, every Saturday evening at 6 p.m. right here on WABC. You're listening to What's Your Wrinkle with Dr. Arthur Perry. What's your wrinkle? And we are back. This is Dr. Arthur Perry. This is What's Your Wrinkle right here on WABC. The phone number is 800-848-9222, 800-848-9222. So Nancy from Poughkeepsie, New York, listening all the way up about 100 miles north of New York City, asked me, what do I think of Thermage? What do I think of Thermage? Is that, is that Nancy, are you still on? Yeah, I wanted to know that okay. versus all Sarah. Okay, so let's talk about these technologies now. Uh, you know, we're inundated in plastic surgery with all these new technologies. Way back in the old days when I trained in uh, 
and I trained in plastic surgery in the 1980s. Remember that decade? It was a good decade. <laughs> but it was also a decade where uh, we were taught to uh, make people beautiful with the aid of a knife. And uh, and I guess the, uh, the most high-tech thing we had in the 1980s, we were just starting to use lasers. Uh, in fact, I trained at Harvard Medical School with a guy named Joel No. Uh, who was the very first guy to use lasers for uh, red marks, port wine stains and capillaries and things like that. So I remember way back in 1981 using the laser with Dr. No. And, uh, but, uh, you know, we had liposuction then. But for the most part, it was a knife-based specialty, and that has changed an awful lot over the last three decades. So now we have all these different energy-based techniques. So you talk about thermage. What is thermage? That's electric current, radio frequency. It's electric current on the end of a wire or, or something similar. So what happens uh, is when we apply electric current to the tissue, it heats up the tissue. And then you say, well, why is that a good thing? It heats up the tissue, and your body sees that as something that's injured it. And it does the same thing it did 10,000 years ago if you walk too close to a burning ember. So you got to burn in those days, and your tissue would actually contract after a burn. Your body would try and make that tissue, make your burn as small as possible, as quick as possible, because it was an invasion of the bacteria that we were trying to prevent, that your body was trying to prevent. So contraction of a wound is one of the first things that happens after you get an injury. So if uh, if we use thermage, that's electric current, your body doesn't know the difference between electric current and laser or infrared radiation, which is heat, or, or sound energy, which is Althera. Your body just sees that as something that heats up the tissue and creates an injury. So we call these energy-based techniques. Uh, okay, so we're delivering energy, we're delivering heat to the tissue, we, we create contraction of the tissue, and we also stimulate the formation of collagen. So these are the two things that Thermage does, and also lasers do that, and Althera does that, and Titan, which is infrared radiation, and many other technologies. We used to have this plasma technology. So they're all sort of the same in the end, even though there's now dozens and dozens and dozens of these machines out there. So Thermage, the reason I don't particularly like Thermage, and the companies I'm sure love when I say things like this, Thermage is electric current, and it's very hard to control the electric current and get it to go exactly where you want. So there are a number of situations where people have had depressions after thermage. I'm not talking about psychological depression. I'm talking about the, the electric current, instead of it going through the skin, goes through the fat or even the muscle and creates a, uh, a depression. Uh, so this has been going on for a long time. Thermage is not new. Thermage came out almost 10 years ago. And uh, and it's got kind of a jaded history. There's uh, been a, a number of different companies that have owned the technology. They keep selling it. There's been a number of different protocols. Uh, I don't know anyone that really, really has had a great result with Thermage. Now, you might find someone, but uh, I'm uh, I'm not. You know, I don't I don't know about those people. And I read the literature, and I'm not thrilled about Thermage. So what's the difference between the one I do like and the one I don't like? Althera is high-energy-focused ultrasound. The difference between Thermage and Althera is, well, it's a different energy, 
they both get translated in the end to heat. So when I apply ultrasound to your skin, your skin doesn't heat up, but we focus it underneath the skin in a very, very, very specific area. So that means that the zone of injury, the area that I'm actually treating, is 0.1 millimeters in its diameter. So I know exactly where that's going. Unlike electric current, the sound energy doesn't travel anywhere. It's beamed exactly where I want it. So that's one of the nice things about it. It heats up the tissue, and it has the same sort of uh, reaction that Thermage has, meaning it contracts the tissue and generates collagen, but it does it in a much more predictable way. So I've been doing Thermage. uh, Geez, I have never done Thermage. I've been doing Althera, rather. For now, we're coming up to six years, which is which is forever in the Althera world because I started doing it in October of 2010. The technology was FDA approved in May of that same year. So I was very early, and that is uncharacteristic with me. Those of you who know me know that I really spend a lot of time thinking about these things, and I read the literature. I read everything that's out there. And I'm usually not the first guy to jump on a new technology because it, uh, you know, the, the history that I told you about, they come, they go. But Althera sounded so good. And the truth is, it's, uh, it's proving itself over the years. I've been doing it more and more. I like it. It is completely non-invasive. It is the safest thing we do in plastic surgery, meaning it has simply the lowest complication rate. There's a lower complication rate with Althera than there is even with Botox. So uh, it's so unlikely to have something happen. Now, the, the downside of Althera is that it does its work in... Uh, it's kind of uh, subtle, let's put it that way. So it's not this dramatic result. That means about 20% of my patients do say, wow, a few months after the procedure. You don't see too much right away, although I do have some patients that immediately see a result. I have one uh, woman who's about 60 years old, and I lifted her brows with Althera, uh, and it happened immediately. We saw the effect absolutely immediately, and it just stayed there. So that's that's not the uh, typical outcome, however. Usually it takes a few months to see the effect. In fact, we wait six months before we take photographs because it's a biologic process that we are causing to happen. That means we're causing contraction of the tissue, shrinkage of the tissue, and we do it in such a way so as we raise the eyebrows, we lift the jowls. If we aim it at the skin, we uh, we generate collagen in crepey skin so we can decrease crepey skin. Uh, we can now use Althera. It's actually the only thing I know that can get rid of those those wrinkles that you ladies get in the top of your chest, between your breasts, underneath your collarbone. You know exactly what I'm talking about. We call it, well, I don't call it the décolletage area. I don't particularly like that word. It's the upper chest area where you get sun damage. Uh, which is contributed to by um, tight-fitting bras because they're get, you get wrinkle lines in the upper upper chest. Anyway, uh, we kind of iron the area with Althera. It's FDA approved for this indication, and I love it for this. I just go over and over and over the area, almost like ironing, really, almost like ironing, and we kind of uh, go over that area, 
until the lines look better. And I've had some very, very happy patients with that because there's nothing else that we can do. Uh, we can't laser that area. That would be very dangerous. There could be scarring. But Althera works very well. So very long-winded explanation for you, and I hope uh, I hope you uh, learned something from it, and I hope all my listeners learned something from it. There's also lots of other technologies. You know, I used to do a lot of lasers. The, the era of the laser was between 1995 and 2005, and the laser... Uh, it can do some of the things that Althera does, but it actually gets rid of wrinkles better than Althera. But the problem with the laser is that there's a tre- tremendous recovery that most people don't particularly enjoy. We have to vaporize the skin with the laser. We actually do. We create a wound. You go home from the facility. You've got this wound on your face. You've got to uh, wash yourself six or eight times a day, put ointments on. It takes a week or so to heal. You're red, bright red, cherry red for several weeks and subtly red for several months. I've had patients that have been red after the laser for a year. No kidding. And they have to get very friendly with the Dermabland representative at Macy's because... uh, (laughs) You know, you really need a lot of makeup. Uh, so the laser, I'm still doing lasers, but you really have to be motivated to have a facial laser. Uh, some of my happiest patients are those laser patients from the uh, that decade between 1995 and 2005. I have one woman who's uh, almost 80. I still see her daughter, and her daughter tells me that her mother has no wrinkles, and, uh, and she's the youngest person, uh, youngest looking person in her senior citizens community. And you know who I'm talking about. My, uh, my patient listens to the show. So, uh, you know, the laser is a good technology, but you're, we'd be hard pressed to find someone, anyone who said they had a laser and would do it a second time. And we're talking about the deep CO2 laser. We're not talking about some of these superficial laser procedures. But the truth of the laser is the deeper you go, the better the result. So we sacrifice something when we do these, uh, these more superficial laser procedures. All right. I, uh, it's a good thing I like to talk. I'm Dr. Arthur Perry. This is What's Your Wrinkle right here on WABC. And uh, I just want to say uh, a word about Facebook. Facebook has become such an important part of our daily lives. I bet you almost everybody, even you 70-year-olds out there, are on Facebook, which is why, by the way, the 20-year-olds don't like Facebook anymore because, uh, you know, we're on it now, so they don't like that. So, uh, But Facebook is, uh, is really a wonderful uh, technology to transmit information in a, uh, a simple and entertaining way. So you can go to my Facebook page. It's facebook.com slash Dr. Arthur W. Perry. And uh, you can learn about plastic surgery. You can ask me questions on Facebook. Please, uh, if you, uh, we don't want you to ask personal questions. I always think it's uh, in- interesting when people divulge personal information in a public forum. Not a good idea. You can email me if you have a specific question or call, or better yet, how about a consultation? And uh, yes, I'm a plastic surgeon. I've got offices uh, on 57th Street in Manhattan between 5th and 6th. The best neighborhood in the city. I'm very biased. The best restaurants in the city also. We're going to take a short break. The phone number here at WABC is 800-848-9222. 800-848-WABC. We've got another half hour of the show. Stay with me. We'll be right back. If you're over 30 and you really don't take care of your skin, you're in for a big surprise. Wrinkles, brown splotches, and rough skin are just around the corner. 
I'm plastic surgeon Dr. Arthur Perry, and I've created a one-step solution called Nighttime because I know that even celebrities won't stick to a complex program. Just massage in nighttime, and you'll notice smoother skin by morning. Keep on using it, and the appearance of wrinkles lessen. In a study, my skincare program reduced the appearance of wrinkles 21% in three months, and the signs of aging were reduced by over 50% in six months. My skincare is real, it's honest, and it's simple. And right now, WABC listeners can save $15 on a bottle of nighttime. Use the 77 code on drperrys.com, and nighttime is yours for $50. That's D-R-P-E-R-R-Y-S dot com, or call 844-DR-PERRY. That's 844-D-R-P-E-R-R-Y. This is Rachel Ash, here with my co-host, Ash Center Medical Director, Dr. Anthony Lyon. We are excited to host the all-new Sick and Tired of Being Sick and Tired, Sunday afternoons from 3 to 5 p.m. I'm Anthony Lyon. Each week, we take your calls live and discuss the very best in progressive medicine and alternative therapies that will truly help you on your health and wellness journey. If you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, join us this and every Sunday, 3 to 5 p.m., or log on to ashcenter.com. Sick and Tired of Being Sick and Tired, Sundays from 3 to 5 p.m. Hello, beautiful. I'm Amy Arrett, founder of Madison Reed. Named after my daughter, Madison Reed, was started with a simple mission to make luxurious salon-quality hair color with ingredients you can feel good about. We created the first smart, six-free permanent hair color, free of ammonia, parabens, resorcinol, PPD, phthalates, and gluten. Crafted in Italy just outside of Milan, our hair color is infused with nutrient-rich keratin, argon oil, and ginseng root extract to protect and pamper your hair. Experience beautiful, healthy-looking hair color with over 40 shades to choose from. Our online color quiz guarantees 100% shade match, and our expert colorists support you every step of the way so you can color at home with total confidence. Find your perfect shade at madison-reed.com and get 10% off plus free shipping on your first color kit. Use code BESTCOLOR. Try it. Love it. That's the beauty of Madison. Getting a great night's sleep is easier and more affordable than you might think. You don't need a new expensive mattress or sleeping pills. You just need to change your sheets. Hi, I'm Scott Tannen, founder of Bowl & Branch. We started Bowl & Branch nearly three years ago to make the world's most comfortable sheets and to make it possible for everyone to afford to sleep better. What makes Bowl & Branch sheets different is that they're meticulously crafted from pure 100% organic cotton. And because we only sell online, we've cut out all the expensive retail markups. That's why our sheets cost less than half of what you'd pay in a store. Everyone who tries Bowl & Branch Sheets loves them. That's how we have thousands of five-star reviews. The New York Times and Wall Street Journal have written about us, and even three U.S. presidents have Bowl & Branch Sheets. We guarantee you'll love them, too. That's why we let you sleep on our sheets for 30 nights. If you don't, return them and get your money back. Plus, if you go to BowlAndBranch.com today, we'll give you $50 off your first set of sheets when you use promo code SLEEP. That's $50 off right now at BowlAndBranch.com. Spelled B-O-L-L and Branch.com. Promo code SLEEP. That's BowlAndBranch.com. Promo code SLEEP. America is taking the lead in energy. Leading the world in oil and natural gas production. I vote to keep it going with the right policies. We can produce, refine, and supply more oil and natural gas. And more abundant energy means more affordable energy for American families. A more secure America. Jobs. Opportunity and economic growth. For our children and grandchildren. That's why this election I'm voting for American energy. Learn more at VoteForEnergy.org. Join us and become an energy voter. Brought to you by American Petroleum Institute. You're listening to What's Your Wrinkle with Dr. Arthur Perry. What's your wrinkle? And 
we are back. This is Dr. Arthur Perry. This is What's Your Wrinkle right here on WABC. So we had a good discussion about, I hope I didn't bore too many of you with that discussion about energy-based techniques. They're so big in plastic surgery now. You know, we, uh, they call, some people call these things non-invasive procedures or minimally invasive procedures. Yeah, it's, it's a tough word to throw around because uh, they are, uh, there's a new one that is uh, that same radio frequency that, uh, that is used in thermage, except it's done under the skin instead of on the surface of the skin. There's several companies that have that technology. They still call it minimally or non-invasive, although you have to make an incision. You have to numb up the tissue. This is for the neck for the most part. You have to numb up the tissue, and then you insert this device underneath the skin and kind of move it around. I hardly call that non-invasive or minimally invasive. And it's hard for me to uh, to to... Uh, to use this new technology. I'm trying to decide whether I'm going to do it because by the time you numb someone up, by the time you then make an incision and put this device underneath the skin, you might as well be doing liposuction, which is a quick, simple, and reliable procedure we've done uh, for 30-something years. And it just simply removes the fat. It doesn't uh, dance around by maybe killing a little bit of fat and you know, so uh, there's pluses and minuses, but the companies uh, try and get you to have the procedure and trying to have the plastic surgeons do the procedure by saying they're, you know, non-invasive or minimally invasive. We're going to talk about thread lifts in a few minutes, but we've got many calls lined up. Helen, what can I do for you? What's your wrinkle? Helen, are you there? Yes, I am. Helen, what can I do for you? Uh, Dr. Perry, I am considering... Yes, I am. I am considering uh, wrinkle fillers on my cheeks. I have a very tiny, I think it's a hematoma, red pimple on my upper right eyelid. My concern is this, is this a no-no in terms of doing the filler? And um, I... I Okay, okay. well, you're talking about two completely different things. So let's talk about this little red thing for a minute. So you said hematoma, it's not a hematoma. It is uh, probably... You ready for the name for this thing? Yes, ahead, Are you ahead. ready, Helen? It's it's called a senile angioma. Doesn't that make you feel good? Senile, yeah, and uh, this thing is probably <laughs> yeah, it's a couple millimeters uh, in diameter, right? Right, very tiny. You could have, when I put makeup on, you yeah. can hardly see it. But my dermatologist said yeah. to leave it alone because there are too many vessels around there. Don't fuss with it. So well, well, the way we get rid of those, Helen. Uh, and and those are things that I do all the time. It's such an easy thing to get rid of. The preferred method of dealing with an angioma like that is with something called a YAG laser, Y-A-G. I mentioned that I uh, I actually trained with a guy who was the very first in the world to use that, a guy at Harvard named Joel No. I just mentioned that a few minutes ago, and yeah. that is the laser he actually used a different type of laser, but for those things, um, we're now using YAG. He, just for you purists out there, he used an argon laser. Uh, nevertheless, it's uh, for one little thing on your eyelid, it generally takes a minute or two to take care of, and it's gone. So it has nothing to do with filler. You don't have to be concerned with that unless... Now, I can't see you through this radio unless I'm misinterpreting you and you have something called a hemangioma or a, uh, an, what's called an AV malformation. Do any of those names sound familiar to you? No, no. Mm-mm. Okay. Not. Because uh, 
for listeners out there, if, if someone were to have something a little more complex than what Helen is talking about, not one of these uh, little red marks, cherry angiomas, we also call them, we all get those. If you're over 50, search your body. I'm sure you've got one or two. Yeah. Or uh, I've uh, lasered off a couple months ago. I, I did a session with a woman. Must have done about two or three hundred of these things. Just zap, zap, zap all over her face, neck, chest, back, arms, legs, lots and lots of them. And, uh, you know, the laser makes it so easy. You can hardly feel the laser. I actually had a couple of these done on me. And uh, so I can tell you firsthand, and I'm a, a pretty big wimp when it comes to these things, and I could handle it. Anyway, um, but if it's an AV malformation, that's something entirely different, or a hemangioma, those, those things can affect whether or not we use filler because those are huge blood vessels uh, that are in the area. If you have one of these things on your face, like a port wine stain, we probably would not want to uh, to put filler into your face because the chance of getting uh, some of that filler in those blood vessels is very high. But those are rare events. So okay. let's talk for a minute about your filler, Helen. Uh, what What is it that you'd like filled? What is it lines around your mouth? Tell me about it. No, I, my cheeks. My cheeks are bad. And your cheeks are bad. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Full of wrinkles. Right. And how bad were your cheeks, Alan, Helen? Uh, well, how old are you, I, by the way? Eighty-five. Eighty-five. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, congratulations for reaching eighty-five. Uh, that's that's wonderful. So so you have sunken in cheeks, are they? No, they're not sunken in. They just have lines, very very deep wrinkle lines, very deep lines. Okay. And it right. bothers me. But so. My, my other question with regard to the, the wrinkles, the, the forehead, if they were to do Botox on the forehead, would that have any, would that alter the filler situation? I mean, am I making myself clear? I'm concerned about the forehead, and I'm concerned about the cheeks. Okay, so, so let's talk about my approach to wrinkles on the face overall. All right, okay. Helen? So I, uh, I divide the face pretty much into half with uh, the mid-nose being uh, sort of the uh, the borderline for where we do Botox. So uh, I do not like to use filler on the forehead or between the brows or those areas. Now, some people do, but they are much more daring, I guess, than I am. And uh, daring is not necessarily something you want your doctor to, uh, you know, that that's not necessarily a characteristic that you want in a doctor, uh, especially when we're talking about something cosmetic. Uh, you know, we don't want to, uh, to do something that is uh, potentially risky. We don't want to get some filler into the blood vessels near the eyes and, heaven forbid, cause blindness. And there are dozens of cases of blindness now in the literature. There's a black box warning on the filler that we're really not supposed to be doing it in uh, the forehead, the air, particularly the area between the brows. So we don't want something like filler because that's a gel material that can get into the blood vessels. Okay. However, we can use Botox in that area because okay. Botox is a liquid. So even if we were to inject the Botox accidentally into a blood vessel, nothing happens. Nothing bad happens. So you don't have to worry about that because it is a liquid. So for the horizontal lines of the forehead, and the vertical lines between the eyebrows, I prefer Botox. I think Botox works beautifully. In fact, hardly a day goes by in my practice that I am not injecting Botox. It is one of the more common things that I do. And amongst plastic surgeons, it is the most common procedure we do with 6.5 million uh, women in the, people in the United States last year 
having Botox. So Botox is great. I also use it on the crow's feet area. I use it on the nose uh, for those, we call them bunny lines, those bunny lines. You know, if, if you crinkle up your nose, you look like a little bunny. So I use it there. I will also use Botox on the chin for someone who has a rumpled how about that for a term, rumpled chin? Most people don't have that, but those of you who have that know exactly what I'm talking about. I will also occasionally use Botox on the upper lip to get rid of a gummy smile. So if you smile and your lip goes up too far, we can put a little Botox and make those muscles not lift the lip quite as far. So that is the extent of where I use Botox. I will not use it in the neck. Some people do. Uh, the one death recently uh, for, for, I don't know if it was Botox or another one of those toxins, was from the uh, injection into those muscles. So we don't want to do that because uh, if it uh, paralyzes those muscles, it can also interfere with swallowing. So I'm not a fan of using Botox in the neck. Now with filler, I like filler mid-nose and down, and in special circumstances, uh, with special needles, I fill the lower eyelids. It's a different technique. So the grooves of the lower eyelids I will fill. Uh, I use, there's one filler that is just incredible. It's called Voluma, and I love it for the cheekbones. We highlight the cheekbones with Voluma. Now, with what you're talking about, Helen, you're talking about all those wrinkles on your cheeks. Now, those wrinkles, I usually use something called Restylane or Juvederm for those wrinkles. And we try and numb it up a bit with Emla cream. That's an anesthetic cream. And, uh, and we just go to town and, uh, and use the filler and fill in those wrinkles. And even someone 85, I have done 85-year-olds before, by the way, uh, and as long as you're in good health. Um, and by the way, with uh, an 85-year-old, I would have at least an electrocardiogram done and clearance by your internal medicine doctor, even for filler, Helen. Even for filler, we don't want to play games. So uh, so we use filler. We fill in all those little wrinkles. We fill in the wrinkles around the mouth and the lips and make you look so much younger that people will card you in the restaurants if you take well, alcohol. You've allayed my fears, Dr. Perry. <laughs> Thank right. Thanks Thank so you. much for calling, Thank Helen. It's so been a pleasure speaking much, with Dr. you. All right, I'm Dr. Arthur Perry, and uh, Helen just dropped off like bang, okay, with the magic of radio, but hopefully we're still on for another 20 seconds till we take our break. I'm Dr. Arthur Perry. This is What's Your Wrinkle? You can become part of the show like Pat is. Pat, hang on. We're going to have to take a break. We'll take your call right after the break. The phone number, 800-848-9222. Hang on, Pat. We'll be with you in a minute. This is plastic surgeon Dr. Arthur Perry. Ladies, have you had an aging spurt? You know what that is. All of a sudden, you see wrinkles and sagging eyelids and, oh my goodness, jowls. Almost overnight, you look older. I tackle aging spurts with eyelid and facelifts and office procedures like Botox, peels, and Ulthera. And I creatively use wrinkle filler to help bring back your natural beauty without distorting your features. Let's sit down and spend an hour together. I'll design a program that can help restore your appearance and one that's within your budget. My offices are on 57th Street, just off of 5th Avenue, and in Somerset, New Jersey. 
Schedule a consultation by calling 212-753-1820. That's 212-753-1820. And check me out on the web at periplasticsurgery.com. That's periplasticsurgery.com. And don't forget to listen to me, Dr. Arthur Perry, every Saturday evening at 6 p.m. right here on WABC. From the creative genius of Pink Floyd comes a groundbreaking all-new spectacular for 2017. Roger Waters, Us and Them. This is for you! September 7th, Prudential Center. September 11th and 12th, Barclays Center. And September 15th, at the New Coliseum. A sonic and visual masterpiece, Roger Waters. shows get access to tickets first with your city card pre-sale for city card members begins this monday october 17th at 10 a.m through thursday october 20th at 10 p.m public on sale friday october 21st at noon buy tickets at ticketmaster.com roger waters it's about music it's about love it's about time If you're over 30 and you really don't take care of your skin, you're in for a big surprise. Wrinkles, brown splotches, and rough skin are just around the corner. I'm plastic surgeon Dr. Arthur Perry, and I've created a one-step solution called Nighttime because I know that even celebrities won't stick to a complex program. Just massage in nighttime, and you'll notice smoother skin by morning. Keep on using it, and the appearance of wrinkles lessen. In a study, my skincare program reduced the appearance of wrinkles 21% in three months, and the signs of aging were reduced by over 50% in six months. My skincare is real, it's honest, and it's simple. And right now, WABC listeners can save $15 on a bottle of nighttime. Use the 77 code on drperrys.com, and nighttime is yours for $50. That's D R P E R R Y S.com, or call 844 Dr. Perry. That's 844 D R P E R R Y. Listening to What's Your Wrinkle with Dr. Arthur Perry. What's your wrinkle? And we are back. This is Dr. Arthur Perry. This is What's Your Wrinkle. Now, tonight I have a very important studio audience. I have two basset hounds watching me. You know, it's it's they're very riveted to this radio show. I've got two bassets. You know, at one point I had nine basset hounds. Uh, Oh, it's a long story, but uh, now I have two, and uh, they're watching the show also. All right, Pat, what can I do for you? What's your wrinkle? Uh, yes, um, I have a question about facial hair. Um, it, you were stunned I, uh, with I, the basset hound comment, weren't you? Oh, that's fine. <laughs> I, uh, we, I love dogs. We have three in the house. so. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what's your question about facial hair? Tell me. Okay, um... Well, I've had electrolysis, I've had waxing, and a little bit of laser treatment. What would you say would be a good option, the best option to... I mean, I, I'm, I tweeze, sometimes I, I shave it a little bit. Okay. So, Pat, the, the question is, first of all, how old are you? 61. Okay, you're 61. What is, uh, you know, the, the decision actually depends on the color of the hair and the color of your skin. So are you light-skinned or dark-skinned? Um, I'm white and um, okay. uh, light to medium skin. Okay, and what is the color of the hair? Uh, brown. 
I mean, my okay. natural hair would be like a light to dark brown. Well, is it? Are you dyeing this hair? Oh, not on the face, no. But <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> so that's. Oh my God, I mean, You're no. saying the natural color of the hair uh, would be sort of silly to uh, to do that. But anyway, so Pat. The uh, in uh, 2016, here we are in the era now of laser hair removal. So electrolysis still has a role, but the role is in uh, lighter, uh, rather uh, light hair. So blonde hair, red hair, or darker skin people be- who cannot have lasers because the laser doesn't know the difference between the brown in your hair. Or the brown in your skin. So you, if you have uh, darker skin, let's say olive complexion, southern Italian, uh, Puerto Rican, or darker, then the laser has a chance of burning your skin. So it exploits a difference between the color of your skin and the color of your hair. So the laser will destroy brown to medium brown to dark brown to black hair. It will not treat light brown or blonde hair, or red hair, or white hair. So um, if, if your hair, you know, if your hair is black, the laser is the way to go. Uh, I do laser hair removal in my office, and I use a particular uh, technique which is uh, is very good and very effective. It takes three treatments to remove about 80% of the hair. Four gets about 90%. And, you know, we, we don't like to use the word permanent, particularly at your age, which is an age where changing estrogen and testosterone levels cause some of those hair follicles to activate. So you probably know that you have a little bit more black hair now than you had about 10 years ago, and, okay, uh, and that's yeah. because of hormonal changes, right? Yeah. Yeah, perhaps so. Yeah. Um, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, and then what about, like, for hair loss on the top of the head? It's because my hair tends to be thinning. Okay. Well, that's a whole different story. Let, let's finish the story of, uh, of uh, hair on the face first. So, so laser hair removal is, is a good way to do it. By the way, electrolysis still has a place in lighter hair, uh, lighter color, or darker skinned people. And, uh, and never underestimate the value of waxing, which is a good technique. And so is Nair. No one does it anymore, but it, it's very effective. It's a, a, a chemical that simply dissolves the hair. It can irritate the skin, however. There's two products, Neat and Nair. So that's it for uh, hair removal. Uh, in terms of hair growth, um, you know, right now, probably the best thing out there is Rogaine. Uh, you know, and I would use it. You have to use it twice a day. Uh, it doesn't do a great job of growing hair, uh, but it usually maintains your hair so you don't lose less. Uh, there is something, I'll, I'll give a hint to you people, to listeners of the show who want to invest in something, and uh, don't blame me if it doesn't happen, uh, but there's a company called Allergan, which is the Botox company, and they've got a product called Latisse, which very effectively grows eyelashes, recently was shown to grow eyebrows also. The rumor has it that this company is going to have a shampoo, uh, and when that comes out, I think that's going to be a blockbuster because uh, it really will grow hair. Uh, but we're probably a year or two or five or ten. Who knows how long it's going to take for them to uh, to get FDA approval. Anyway, that's the story, Pat. Um, uh, by the way, those lasers that they're trying to sell, uh, to grow hair on your scalp or those colored lights and things, 
I think that is fantasy at best, and uh, I've read the papers, and boy, am I not convinced. Who wants to spend three or five hundred dollars on these uh, these toys uh, that do almost nothing? In fact, probably do nothing. So that's my take on that. Don't waste your money on the lasers; they're advertised everywhere. Those probably aren't even patented. <laughs> I doubt it. The well, the lasers. Well, I'm sure they're or patented the, the because colors, uh, in order to get a patent. Light. Oh my goodness! It's 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 fantasy, and there's so many of these uh, gimmicks out there. I guess hair growth is uh, maybe the oldest uh, <laughs> the oldest cosmetic gimmick. You know, for the last uh, couple centuries, people have tried to grow hair, right? All right, Pat. Thanks so much for calling. I'm Dr. Arthur Perry. Let's get to Bob. Bob, what can I do for you? What's your wrinkle? Hi. Uh, yes. Uh, th- thanks, Dr. Perry. I'm calling basically my wife. Unfortunately, years ago, it's been 30 years. She had some trauma to her nose and broken nose and always debated having something done with that but now she's 16 she's got the kind of a sagging uh, i guess chin that we all get too you know the double chin and her eyes are a little hooded so my my thought is that if you do this you do everything at once because it's one anesthesia but i wanted your opinion on do you do that is that wise because it's uh, one recovery, I think you're going to get black eyes and all this other stuff through your nose. You might as well do everything at once. Well, that's a lot of surgery to have done at the same time. So, Bob, uh, eyelids, a rhinoplasty, which is your nose, and a facelift, probably a bit too much, in my opinion. Okay. It's okay. pretty common right. to have a facelift along with the eyelids. But when we add the nose, you know, rhinoplasty is a three-hour procedure. A facelift is a four-hour procedure, and eyelids are a two-hour procedure. So if you okay. think about that, if you were to have, if she were to have all those procedures, uh, that's nine hours of surgery, which in my humble opinion is too much, too okay. much. So I would not do that unless you don't like your wife. Uh, but hopefully no, you no, love no, your I, wife. And so <laughs> I, I, I do love my wife, but, and, and, you know, not knowing, you figure Oh, so if you're going to do this, do it all in one shot. You know, that's that's an uneducated thing. Well, uh, you know, there. uh, at first glance, that would be something you might consider doing because uh, one recovery and probably you save a little uh, money if you have multiple procedures. But the problem is there is a linear relationship between complications and length of time in the operating room. And that, that begins somewhere around two or so hours. So as we increase the time of surgery, uh, the complication rate goes up also. So things like uh, the most common, uh, you know, for long surgery is a blood clot in the leg. Someone's lying there on the operating room table under general anesthesia for nine hours. That's a long time. Uh, so the chance of a blood clot goes way up if you have a nine-hour procedure or a seven-hour procedure. So in my opinion... Uh, I think six hours is about all we should be doing uh, for cosmetic surgery. And, and to be quite honest with you, I try and limit my patients to about four hours. And, and it is a far better thing to, let's say, have a facelift one, you know, one vacation season and come back a year later and maybe have your eyelids done and have two extremely uneventful procedures than to have even one and have some issues. So, uh, you know, there's lots of different opinions on this. And uh, certainly if you go down to uh, some of the, uh, uh, the uh, 
Institutes of Cosmetic Surgery in South America, they call themselves. You will find oh, people boy. in the operating room for 10 hours and 12 hours. And a lot of celebrities have talked about that. I remember Tara Reid, if you remember that, uh, that reality star turned model turned TV star. Uh, she went public with her, I believe, 10 hours of surgery. She had so many different things. And uh, and apparently she had all sorts of problems in the operating room. So, uh, you know, I like to keep it safe. And, uh, you know, it may be enough uh, to just do the facelift. We might add the eyelids, particularly if it's only the upper eyelids. Uh, and But, you know, to add the rhinoplasty in with that, I think, is a little bit much. Okay, Bob? Thank you so much. Uh, you follow your code, first do no harm. I appreciate the advice. Thanks. Absolutely. And, and unfortunately... That sometimes has been forgotten by people, you know, who are willing to take chances with other people's health. You know, my attitude, the way I run my practice and I've always run my practice is conservatively. That doesn't mean I'm not on the cutting edge of new procedures in plastic surgery, but I really try and have a uh, a um, kind of a, a common sense approach to cosmetic surgery. You know, where I trained, and, and this is part of it, I trained at Harvard Medical School, Beth Israel Hospital in Boston. And we regarded, my chief regarded surgeons as internal medicine doctors that operated. So we weren't just cutting doctors. And that has stayed with me through my entire career. And I think it's very important to treat patients the way I would want my family to be treated. And, and it's not just a, a person with an open wallet that comes into your office. You know, it's a person that has a life and a family and wants what's best for herself or himself. And it's very important that we in medicine remember that and, and not just do any procedure or a number of procedures. I'm Dr. Arthur Perry. That music means they're yanking me out of the studio, which is good timing because I just started coughing. Okay, we'll be back next week at 6 p.m. Call me during the week, 212-753-1820 in Manhattan. 732-422-9600 in New Jersey. I'm the Plastic Surgeon with the radio show. Thanks so much for great engineering, Mike. We'll see you all next week.